everybody, and welcome to Three of I, brought to you by Head Check Health. I am Mike Hickey, and with me is it's Charles. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Good. Well, you know, I've I've I, I watched a game simulation, <laughs> literally. So everything's gone to shit in the last like little bit. So last week. I was out of town for a little bit, which is a whole thing in and of itself that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, I was out of town. Um, then you were out of town, and we just kind of we only had we were like ships in the night, and we just never managed to get. Uh, wow, poetic! And, and we've got we've got a guest that we've been had lined up, and it's just been like because the schedules has just been a mess. So we will hopefully have him on very soon. We yeah. still won't say who it is, just because um, it may continue to just get fucked up. I think they're busy. Uh, I, w- I, would I don't gather. know that they are right now. That's the thing. Um, but anyway. The whole point is that it's been a while and some craziness has happened. I don't know if you guys have heard, but this really crazy thing happened. Like, remember a couple months ago when the NHL and the NHLPA just kind of came to terms and decided they were going to let the current CBA roll through so that the hockey season next year wouldn't be effective. Fans wouldn't need to go without hockey through this horrible period where everything's up in the air and you just don't know what's happening and you're feeling anxious and you don't worry. So anyway, they, they resolved it to let the CBA roll through. So there will be no interruption to hockey. And then, and we all got friggin' spoiled. This is like, we're not yet. Yeah, so they, they postponed the hockey season. I'm heartbroken. You, you know what think, the thing that you kills? Think, you know what so the thing okay. that bothers me the most right. with the whole What's thing that? is What's that? is that there's been a bunch of times this season where there's been a Bruins game on television, uh-huh. and I, as a fan, were like watching something else, and then realized, oh, the Bruins game is on, and then I was just like, ah, I'm just gonna finish this movie or finish this TV series, and I kind of took it for granted, oh, and I was yeah, just kind of no. like, eh, I'll watch it all in the playoffs, and I'll be glued no. to it, and it'll be whatever, and then Big this mistake. happened, and now I'm just kind of like, and now I'm like, I could have watched those movies now, but hockey was only then, and I'm just like so torn, and it's killing me. I uh, the last. So I was adhering to a run schedule in which I would run 5K each Leafs Right, yeah, yeah. I kept it going until I jimmied a knee at uh, the second game of hockey we played. So I was about on the bench, bench, sliding down the bench. And I, like, (laughs) so it was, like, good enough to skate and glide on the next uh, Mike's coffin in front of me. That's a bit... I'm it's literally just, it's really just a, a tickle in my throat. It wasn't, yeah. I won't cough again for the rest of the episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was sliding Sorry. down the, uh, when this goes live, if I'm developed symptoms, <laughs> please let everybody know that. Uh, so I was sliding down the bench, caught a rut with a skate and my knee kind of stayed put, but the rest of my body and leg moved on the bench. And, uh, so I missed long story short is the last, uh, Three to four Leafs games. No, only only three. I was behind three, so I ran like I was a deficit of fifteen uh, k there, and I was leaving for the West Coast, where my trip uh, West Coast Newfoundland, of course, uh, where my trip would have been another two games. So I was like, "Fuck! I don't know if I'm at this late in the year. I don't know if I can get like mix in twenty extra kilometers and still add." to, uh, you know, still get the the games that are going on as they're going on. And, and, and I was like, well, pick away at it. And I wasn't even past Gander before they canceled the, I guess they're saying postponed, but I, I don't, 
given what we know since that announcement was made about a week ago, I don't think we're going to see any regular season games back. Uh, I don't know. I've seen a couple different proposals. Uh, there's the ridiculous one that's just roll a 2014 playoff right away. Mm. Uh, the NHL PAs, um, the NHL PA came back. Apparently I saw this posted. I think it was our buddy Mark Allred uh, that posted the NHL PA was looking at a version um, that they proposed that was that basically took hockey through to like the playoffs in September. They basically like put things on hold till June, come back, play the remaining part of the season, then roll into playoffs through August and September. Basically, was what they were looking at October for the draft and all that kind of stuff. Then started a regular season again in November. The NHL has said that they only want one season affected by this. They're going to do whatever yeah. they can to keep yeah, this I can, season. I can see that. Um, they're going to try to do whatever they can to keep whatever happens contained to this season. So whatever they, they try to do for next year or whatever they try to do to accommodate this year, it won't hinder the 82-game season yeah, next, year. next year. Or the uh, schedule here's, here's and like have question. that role later or whatever. Right? Here's a question for you, uh-huh. and I've asked this a couple of times, and... and I've gotten mixed, and I'll ask uh, anybody who wants to, to tweet us at this. So, if they bring it back yep. in July or June, and they yep. have the playoffs, and they go straight through it, and straight, and it's a twenty fourteen playoffs, and half of it is three out of five, and yep. some teams get a bye, and all of this. When they award, either way, there's an asterisk award, this season. Okay, I think regardless of, My, of like, so I think what, if they come I, back tomorrow and still do everything, this weird gap in the season puts an asterisk there because it affects, like, it it, it cools down teams that, like, basically, like, the way icing is laid out in the league and the yeah. way face-offs are done is because they know that, like, even in a game situation, cooling a team down for mm-hmm. a bit, mm-hmm. there's an advantage to that, and there's a reason the home team has as whatever. So the idea that a team on a streak or somebody who was just kind of rolling, all of a sudden in the middle of that gets a seven, you know, like I said, even if they picked it up two weeks from now, which is yeah. kind of like the best-case scenario, but it won't happen. It won't happen until at least... Uh, May 1st or something like that. So yeah. if you put a month and a half gap in the middle of a hockey season, no matter who wins what, you've got to put an asterisk there. And I'll say so that I'll say that with what, the only team with, th- like, my favorite team is the only team currently with three-digit points. But is, I still think, you know, and, and you know what? what? I will say something else. At. This is what got me yelled at. What did you say? Don't even, don't even do it for the Stanley Cup. Just do it for the President's Trophy. <laughs> for the president's trophy, don't even do it for the because my thing was okay. So if I am if, so mad at you right now, <laughs> but if, okay, I, so if I was if, if I was allowed to get closer I, to you, I would slap but, you in the face. Yeah, right we've now. got our mics distanced here. Uh, so and, and and this is this is my logic. So already you're saying asterisk this, asterisk that. Mm-hmm. Yadi, he's Mike's got a measuring tape there. Where are we at? Uh, four and a half. But a, all right, well, you know. So asterisk this, asterisk that. It's already this. It's already that. So why even do it? Why honestly? If you're for the if you're, fans, for the for the, for the people, for the players, for the fans, for just, everybody. You just you, complained about the the Stanley Cup having an asterisk. I'm not. I didn't complain about it. I didn't. Even, I didn't complain about. I didn't complain about an asterisk. If you're a player, though, and here's the other thing: if you're a player, is this how you want your Stanley Cup? Is this how you want it? Yes, you well, want a Stanley Cup. I, I think. I did think. You, if there's an asterisk no, next to it, did you? I, yes. I think I don't, I, no, I, because I I think you know I think as far as it's concerned, um, I think that you're still playing, um, you're playing a long schedule, you're 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 going through this, you're still talking about a long playoff format. 
it's the reason the asterisk is there to denote below that there was a gap and the season was weird this year. It wasn't that, you know, like it was just that this is a little bit uncommon, but I would rather an asterisk than say everything up to now was for naught. You know, I I don't know. Like, and listen, like I might be the only one eating crow here, but if my team wins this Stanley Cup playoffs, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> if it is for the Stanley Cup, yeah, I, the throttle. Sorry, I'm just you, the, the throttle's only going up to about sixty for me. Really, really. If the Toronto Maple Leafs came out of this and won a Stanley Cup, you'd be like, eh, not as sweet. I would always be like. I need one in the in the real world. Like I need yeah. one in the real world that's sure. not. So don't even, in my opinion, let them play for the president's trophy or the no, prince of I Wales don't think, trophy you know. or giant bust of Gary Bettman. No, I Just think a I giant think, bronze. I think bust it's still the Stanley Cup. Side I think, profile Gary Bettman. The I, thing weighs forty two pounds. Nobody can lift I it. I think I think it's still the Caps win it. Nobody gets a hernia. I think it's still around. the Stanley Cup. I think the only thing is that you had like I mean, there's an asterisk by when Roger Maris beat Babe Ruth. Yeah, right. Is there an asterisk by the lockout shortened seasons? I believe so. Yeah, I don't think there is. In in the actual, if you go on the NHL website, I don't think it's there. There's That's only the one lockout short two, season. Two, 1994? Oh, 90, yeah, 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 yeah. They did come back, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't the yeah, whole season. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, shit. Um, no, there's two, and I, I don't think there's any asterisks there noting that this was a shortened season. Either way, I think. Especially the second, yeah, it was the second it's Blackhawks. Awesome. The second Blackhawks Dynasty Cup was the one uh, that they came back, and the one thing that I always. I know, because they beat the Bruins in yeah, six. Yeah, the one thing I always noted on that was that was the easiest. Yeah, and, and someone's probably going to yell at me for this because there was a compacted schedule. That was the easiest travel on anybody in the NHL. It was a compacted schedule, and there was no East-West games. It was all East-East-West-West. Yeah, but I mean, so, at the same time, Chicago to Boston was probably even the most convenient final we've had in a while, isn't it? Well... Who was, who was um, Boston-St. Louis? Yeah, like... Boston-St. Louis pretty, yeah. It's pretty good, but I mean, either way, that. you're, you know... I think you know, Pittsburgh and Detroit... Those were like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah those those were hopping the De- bus. You Detroit know? was in the West Conference for yeah. so far. That's long. basically like you know that'd be the same as if you were trying to drive from the Halifax Airport to Halifax. You know, like you <laughs> yeah. like depending on where the airports are, you might as yeah. well, right? But uh, I know I think you know I think an asterisk. I'm okay with an asterisk on it just because of the weird situation and and, and any kind of last minute on unprepared. Because the other thing that changes from the lockout seasons is that. Everybody started those seasons. The lockout happened leading in. So yeah, everybody fair. started those seasons knowing exactly what they were getting into. This is changing mid-stride. And that's why I think you can you can look at an asterisk because you have to denote this was really fucked up. Yeah, fair. This, and, this, you know, we... we in all honesty, this is a very fluid situation. There might be a, something might arise where we just don't yeah. get. Like yeah. We just, you know, and there is, uh, Gary Bettman made a statement. There is, because of the Spanish flu in the year that they had no Stanley yeah. Cup, there is a, an, an, uh, an amendment to the rule book in which it gets handed to the team with the most points in the standings being the Boston Bruins. But Bettman kind of came out and said, like, we're going to do everything in our power to not do that because one, we don't want our trophy getting handed out like that. We don't think people want to win a trophy like that, which yeah, I was no. like, and I was like, okay, if people don't want a trophy like that, like this weird, 
The, the craziest, no, I mean, I mean, the, like, the don't get me one, wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I would get a, a Boston Bruins 2020 Stanley Cup champions T-shirt. I totally yeah. would. But that said, I don't want them to win like no, that. No, I don't. I don't think you anyone, know. I don't. Nobody I think, wants I think the that. Only, I the think, only person that would ham it up, and I think like, and everybody but me would hate him for it. And I usually hate him for everything. I Brad think Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I think um, he would definitely ham it up. Like but you know why I don't want them to give the cup to him that way? Still have his day with the cup, even though they didn't. But you know why I don't want them to hand it to him that way is is because fuck Jeremy Jacobs. Oh, I am so mad about this. Every other team in the league at this point has come forward and confirmed that they are going to do something to uh, accommodate temporary, like part-time staff that work for them uh, who are losing income because the games are canceled. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Eugene Melnick has said they're going to do something. I missed that. Yeah, that happened the other night. Eugene so at this point, going to have a pie rack. It's literally, it's literally only Jeremy Jacobs. And you know what the worst part about all this is? He's probably the richest one. He's not only the richest one, but do you know how he made all his money? A sports concessions business. Oh, that's pretty. That his grand, that his father and, and uncle oh, started. Yeah. No, he didn't make the money; he inherited it. No, no, no. Yeah. They started it. He turned it into Delaware North, and it's this massive oh, okay. thing. He's owned the Bruins since 1975. Okay. Like he inherited the the business in like 60 seven or something and then bought the Bruins in 75 has owned them that long but it's a sports concession business that he's built into this massive empire on the second as a second generation CEO who just kind of turned it into this whole thing but man the fact that like making money off sports concessions and making like 400 billion dollars or whatever it is he has but he can't be he can't Pay it back at this point to these people can't. who are put it's out. Not, it it's, won't. It doesn't won't. want. He doesn't, you know, but uh, this podcast. But I'm so fucking angry. Like, I'm a goes huge... in a, this goes in a whole different direction if I start talking about billionaires. And I, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to. However, I will say this. Um, the last lockout, the last shortened season lockout, I kind of drank a bit of the Kool-Aid in terms of, well, you know what? Maybe this is on the players. And. I was really wrong. Like it, it took me probably about a, like less than a full year mm-hmm. when everything kind of went back to normal. I'd be like, wait a minute, like this is insane. No, it's it's not the players. So a lot of players, uh, especially in the NBA level, and then of course it caught fire to the NHL. They were the first ones to say like, hey, you know what? I've done it. I think. Uh, Bobrovsky was a, was a guy who went and Bobrovsky said, did it, but again, yeah, that makes me mad too. He, he wanted it's just to like, match. She wanted to match. So I, I was like, okay, these guys. Absolutely. They're multi, multi, multi millionaires, 100%. But they're being paid by, by these billionaires. other people. Yeah. And, and, they're being paid by, by billionaires. So the difference of like Sergey Bobrovsky shelling out $100,000 is like me paying, I'd say, a parking ticket, about 35 is a parking ticket to St. John's give you about 35 bucks. It really depends on what it's for. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about like if I just. <laughs> parking tickets in St. John's are a lot, is a lot like. Um, is a lot kind of like uh, whose line is it anyway? Where yeah, the points fair. are made up and the scores don't matter. Yeah, they're fair. just like it's just oh you so, your car like paused briefly yeah. in so, front of a building. So here's a fifty dollars. So, so in, in relative to that, Sergey Bobrovsky's salary from a billionaire that owns the team is yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much like. A cup of coffee. The fact of the yeah, matter is you know, this person it, it, can pay the other person. Yeah. And they're the employer of the other person. And the fact and that they're willing to give somebody 
they are, as, as an organization are willing to give an individual so much money that that individual can cover the other people, but the organization won't. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, and I and like you said, we can go off on this and we can do tangents about millionaires and billionaires and all these different uh-huh. things. And I mean, God love it. I'd love to be in their ranks someday to, to be like, no, you peasants. But in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, just know that I'm really fucking angry at the owner of my favorite team. Hey, as much as I love the one, team, one I'm really fucking I'll, mad one, about one it. One thing I'll bring up, and if everyone says like, oh, why are these guys ranting about yeah. this? Well, we're, de- we're there's just no ever- hockey, so yeah, we need to talk about hockey little, related we're, shit. We're, we're really grasping it. <laughs> if you didn't think so before, boy, are they grasping at straws now. <laughs> if we and, weren't going on tangents yeah. about non-hockey related things before, exactly. wait till there's no fucking hockey. And and two, um, the Calgary Flames are the first team to reverse their decision. Uh, which I believe the Winnipeg Jets followed suit shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. The one thing that always bugged me about the Winnipeg Jets is kind of like you go into their barn and uh, the anthem happens and, and they scream True North. It's yeah. like, yes, our corporate overlords. <laughs> and then something happens and True North is like, yeah, we're, uh, well, we don't think we're going to pay you. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ, how could they not? And then there's outrage and it's like, yeah, April Fools on that one. Like, oh man, and Calgary as well. Calgary rescinded their uh, statement that they weren't paying people. And anyway, um, either way, yeah, yeah, it all sucks. Everything's stupid. Uh, yeah, it, it, I miss hockey. Um, I too miss. But hockey. I got to play. Do you have and any, you didn't. Do you have any games in the like? So, do you keep a, a watch list when you when you go through the season? Do you write no. out the Bruins? You don't write out the schedule anywhere and then have a game notes or anything like that. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, you, you, maybe I'm the weird one, but yeah, you I are. have a, I have a calendar, and yeah. it's just essentially there's like you know the schedule, yeah. you know the, the the leaf schedule, and there's just game notes on it. And yeah, you, you know, told you talked about this yeah, before, and I've so called you weird for doing it before. I've got I think I've got four games that I never watched so far this year that I'm just I know the the outcome, but. I think I'm going to go back and when I get to my office tomorrow, I'm going to write down those four games and be like, well, I've got four games to ration out here. Yeah. That I just haven't, I haven't seen. So there's no game notes. And then I'll just, yeah. this is bad. This is how bad it is. I'm going back to like November 5th and then be like, oh, like yeah. Like Babcock era shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, well, anytime I went to like a concert or something, I was like, I'll watch the game when I get home. And then you get home at like, so you're going back through your PVR and watching the games you've missed. Well, I've got the Game Center app, so I can go. Like I could, I could start if this gets real fucking crazy. I could start the season over again. I don't know why I would. I don't <laughs> not, know why I would not, do that to not myself. This particular season, yeah, not this particular season. But if shit gets real crazy, like <laughs> check on me. I don't know, mid-April if yeah. there's still no ruling, and it's like. Yeah. If I'm live tweeting games, if I'm, if I'm tweeting about Cody's, if I'm live tweeting about Jason Spezza not being in on opening night in like April 21st, just, you know, reach out to me and ask if everything's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Concussions and post-concussion syndrome are serious business. Whether you're a player, a concerned parent, a coach, a risk manager, or an executive, they're a major area of concern. HeadCheck Health has developed software and services that improve the way concussions are assessed, tracked, and managed at all levels of sport. Their goal is to create a safer environment of play by giving better tools to the individuals responsible for documenting and assessing concussions and providing better data to administrators to make real health and safety improvements. HeadCheck currently works across the country with the Canadian Junior Hockey League, BC Hockey, Rugby Ontario, the Western Lacrosse Association, and more to advance their concussion management practices. If you're interested in learning more about how HeadCheck can help your team or organization, please visit headcheckhealth.com 
headcheckhealth.com or email info at headcheckhealth.com. Well, hopefully by then, though, we'll be back on the ice. Uh, uh-huh. We played, uh, so you weren't there. Uh, we, we'll go back because we've, we've been obviously playing some hockey. It looks like, as of right now, the Heart and Stroke Foundation's Hockey Heroes Weekend is still a go, and we're pretty excited about that. It's a, it's a great we're weekend. Knock on wood so we don't jinx. <laughs> but it's a great weekend where NHL alumni come down. There's a bunch of teams. We play in a tournament. There's no winner except for everybody. Uh, it's a non-competitive tournament where people just get out and have fun, and we're playing in it, and Chuck's learning how to play hockey specifically to play in it, and we're really pumped about it. We've been having a lot of fun. And a couple weeks ago, I missed the last skate, and I was probably going to miss it anyway. So the last skate that you were at was a week and a half ago. Yeah. And that Friday night, I was going to miss the skate anyway, because if anybody follows us on Instagram, they know that I got hit in the face with a puck. I'm a dumbass who wears a half shield in beer league because I thought I was a hero of some kind. And I was only wearing I a half. I still got to buy a shield or a cage. I was just wearing a visor and I took a puck to the face and it sucked because I got a puck in the face at like 11, 11 o'clock at night. I had a 6 a.m. flight. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. <laughs> and it was dumb because I'm, you know, just there. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm bleeding a lot. And I'm just worried that I'm going to have to miss my, I'm going to miss my flight. Luckily, it all worked out, and my flight to New York to do on-camera stuff worked out with stitches and a swollen lip, but it's all good. But what's really weird is that I came back, and I'm, this is the part of the story that I, I wanted to tell you because it's fucking hilarious to me. So I come back, and I'm supposed to wait like a week or so to get the stitches out. So that should take me to like Thursday or Friday. And at the point that I'm gone, everyone's kind of aware of, of corona, but it's not like as crazy as it is this week. Like everything in North America really dialed up to 11 this past week. So I get back and it's, you know, just kind of like, you know, I'm washing my hands. I'm doing what everybody's supposed to be doing. I'm washing my hands a lot. I'm, I'm trying not to touch my face. I'm doing all these things. Except my face is like all swollen and shit and I have to go get stitches. So I'm driving in to visit my aunt this weekend. And on Thursday afternoon, as I'm driving, my wife is like checking, Maria's checking her phone and she sees the thing about how you're supposed to stay away from hospitals if you've been outside the province in the last 14 days. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm supposed to get my stitches out tomorrow. And so I'm like really wary of it, but it's like, I can see it's healing really well and the stitches are like, the thing with stitches, if you don't get them out, it gets really fucking hard. Like you have this really small window of like where they're healed to when they're problematic to get them out. And they're on my face and I just don't want to get like manicure scissors to try to take them out myself or anything. So I call the health line and they're like, ah, oh, we don't know what to do, whatever. Like someone will call you back. Someone will call you back in the next bit. We don't know when. And I'm just paranoid and waiting. And so by the time like about 24 hours hits, I say shag it. I don't have any symptoms. Um, I don't have any symptoms. I'm, you know, uh, everything seems fine. I know now as well that like people are talking about asymptomatic stuff. It isn't necessarily whatever. But so at the t- again, at the time, I figure, okay, I'm going for it. I put on my you know my long winter overcoat with my scarf and gloves and I'm like okay I'll pull my scarf up above my face and it'll kind of serve as a bit of a mask and I'll go in and I'll talk to somebody and I'll see what I can do but I show up and I'm trying to be as low-key as possible but they've changed the hospital in Grand Falls so when I try to go into what is emergency that's now ambulance only and only works if you're like buzzed in or whatever and so I'm like banging on and I'm like trying to open the door and I'm dressed like the invisible man I still have like my sunglasses on at this point with a hat over my eyes so I'm like like trying to get in the door with gloves a long go to scarf up over my face all you can wow. see is my nose so I go around I realize what's up and I'm just like oh should I just leave this isn't like I don't want to and then I'm like no I'm gonna go in and so I, when I go to go in a nurse 
nurse and a security guard are coming out to meet me. Wow. And I'm just like, hey, she's like, do you have any Corona? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just, I just need to get stitches out. Do you have any Corona? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, no, there's a half case in the car and a bag of limes, but like, I'm, Jesus. and so um, she's just like, nothing with COVID-19. I'm like, no, I just, I was out of the province. Um, they said to avoid hospitals, but I need to get these stitches out. And they're like, oh, okay. So, but you don't have any symptoms or anything? I'm like, no. They're like, she's like, okay, give me your MCP. I'll be back in a second. So I sit down, drop my scarf a little bit. My phone rings and it's the health client calling me back. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm trying to explain what's happening to the lady. I'm like, well, I'm actually, I, I just went to, I'm here. And she's just like, what? I'm like, well, I'm at the hospital. Oh, they're calling me. I got to go. <laughs> I hung up on her and went in. And then, you know, I go and I sit down. I talk through everything and everyone's really cool and, and all that kind of stuff. And then I go into this little room. And then the, she's, before I do, like the triage nurse is like, now, because you've been out of the province, even though you're asymptomatic and we're not concerned or whatever, because you've been out of the province, just be ready. And I was like, what? She's like, there's precautions. And so I go and I sit down and then a minute later, like the nurse comes in and she's got like the long Johnny coat with the gloves pulled up oh, over and the yeah, mask yeah, on her yeah, face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is why they didn't want me yeah. to get freaked out. And so she just takes it out, pops the stitches out, sends me on my way in and out of the hospital in all of like 15 minutes. I feel like, you know, like you're going to have a scar there. Oh yeah. I'm going to have a oh, nasty yeah. scar, but, um, it's, you know, finally got a hockey scar, but how was, um, <laughs> that was my ridiculous story about going to the hospital, like the invisible man and stressing everybody out. But how was, uh, how was hockey that night that I missed? Uh, it was pretty good. It was the first game. I, it was my third game. First game I made it the entire skate without a single fall. Zero falls. Really? Yeah, that, and was I missed big, it. that was another big bucket list item. Never zero uh, falls, zero goals. Zero goals. Ah. Zero goals. Uh, who knows if I got a secondary or something. No yeah. idea on that. Don't count those. But You don't count your apples. You don't count that. But no. uh, zero goals. I think I might have got a shot on net. Maybe two, but nothing. We had real goalies. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. But uh, um, no, I was more so focused on being a little bit more positionally sound. There you go. Uh, Soggy was. Ha, have Soggy, you locked in? You locked in on the wing, right? Yeah, Your right I wing. I think I'm. I think I'm a winger. I think that's uh, until I learned to skate backwards. Soggy was there, and he was. Uh, he's. He's really changed my. Uh, on how I go to the net now. Yeah. He's really. Uh, yeah. He gave me some some pretty big tips on that. So. Well, Sog Sog actually used to coach. Well, he told me he and, used to play uh, midget triple A. He played midget triple A, yeah, but yeah. he also used to coach. He's won a Fed Cup with. Uh, okay. He coached Booth to the high school championship okay, and stuff. Look so. at that. So he had uh, he had some pretty good tips for me. I think they're going to be pretty useful. Uh, that and I think I'm soon going to be ready to get a stick that's actually the size that uh, is for me on skates. Well, there you go. Well, you've got a couple weeks ball. before we're able to play again. Yeah, exactly. Our rink, uh, like so many others around, has shut down. We actually managed to get one last skate in while you were gone out of town. Uh, Chuck was out of town. That's why we didn't have an episode last week. Like I said, ships in the night. Um, and I, but I got back Sunday afternoon just in time. We played the Tomcats Battle Cats, I believe is what the Tomcats call their, um, yeah, or yeah. Tomahawks. It's one of the things. It's it's the Tomcats are uh, an incredible uh, women's team that have various like co-ed. Um, various co-ed teams that they that they play with that are comprised of all them so we had a a mixed game against them and it was so much fun um you know one of our one of our players is is is, is really good and scored a bunch but oh who was that it was curtis curtis okay, was, was curtis is really say, good he scored a bunch and it he take curtis move, eh? take curtis out and i think it was a like 4-3 game but curtis oh, yeah. scored like five goals um <laughs> 
but it was you know it was it was other than that it was really fun um you know uh, uh Liam Dillon didn't play Liam is another one of the guys on the team that hasn't been hasn't played a whole lot um but it's been super fun getting people out yeah, it's been really yeah. good and we had we wore jerseys we had a matching set of jerseys I saw that, that was that. fun I was so jealous about that yeah 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 we had a matching set of jerseys that we got from uh from Buckins where we were in Central Marie ended up going up to Buckins and and as you know from any again people on our Instagram know that um in Buckins they have the annual Christmas tournament they sure they had it on the pond because the yep. stadium was closed but they yep. ended up lending us a full kit of jerseys that's nice. so we've got that for any kind of fundraising games we play over the next Sweet. little bit um, so when we do this again when it comes up but it was a fun game and i finally got to play out like this was i've been playing a net with this skate so i got to play out um and it was super fun to do and, and i got a couple goals and after the second one we were skating to the skating to the dot again for the face off and soggy just looks at me and we're chirping each other back and forth and it's like yeah not bad for a goalie hey <laughs> <laughs> You know, because that's it. I've been kind of set in as a mediocre goalie, but we do have another goalie that's on our team, locked okay. in as of today. We've so, got a locked in. We've so we have our goalie now, goalie. Uh, Leanna. So we're, we can't wait uh, for our next game, which hopefully will be in a couple weeks. Hey, uh, what was the last game of hockey you've seen? The last game that oh, you sat man. down, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. I would honestly, because I wasn't watching it thinking, oh, this is the last game yeah, of hockey I'm we'll going to watch. I, I so, was, like, uh, it was just, like, a random, it was, like, just probably watching something um, late the week before last, just, like, you know. Um, so, so, this is uh, story time with, with right. uh, I hit the road last week on Wednesday to drive across the island and um, stopped Wednesday evening, of course, before Thursday, the news was that Columbus and Pittsburgh would be playing in an empty building. And I was pretty excited for that. Same thing as San Jose. So I was going to watch two games of no fan hockey. And I was actually oddly excited for that because I thought it would be like, well, you know, you may never get the chance to do this type of thing. So I uh, stayed the night in Gander with some family of mine. And a uh, uh, cousin of mine is a big Penguins fan. And uh, his brother's a big Leafs fan. So we got together and went to Legends. So when we were at Legends is when the basketball stuff went kind of nuclear. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Three players tested positive and everybody got turned away and all that stuff. So uh, the late game that evening was Edmonton and Winnipeg. And I told the boys, I said, well, if they don't have the game on here with sound, I said, I'd like to go somewhere with it because it's going to be the last game for a long, long time. And they're like, do you think? I was like... Yeah, and before we left Legends, so that was like a 10.30 start game or 10 o'clock start or something. Before mm-hmm. we had left Legends, the NBA had already, uh, had already the, the NHL game had started, but the NBA had already announced, had yeah. scrubbed its season or postponed for, for the time being. And I think the second intermission is, uh, or the first intermission, one of those intermissions is like, Everyone on the Hockey Central or the you yeah. know, the Sportsnet thing were just like, the game might as well have been like television static. They just yeah. weren't paying any attention to, and it was a pretty good game. I think uh, one of the Jets guys had two goals. Uh, I can't remember. What we, I don't think it was Shifley. But anyway, uh, everyone was more like, what happens next type of thing. And uh, before the game had ended, the NHL had released a statement that they're going you know, ahead as planned with no, no fans at attendance. But then the next day, the CDC kind of said, uh, all right, no groups, no groups bigger than 50 people. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's impossible to do two hockey teams and refs and coaches. That's, you know, that's, that's impossible to do. Yeah. 
you know. I unless mean, unless you got the Zamboni driver playing goalie to <laughs> cut down to cut down on you know keep it a forty nine. Yeah, I mean, I think um, looking back through and trying to figure it out, um, I think it was actually um, it wasn't even an actual like live game. I think the last hockey I watched yeah, yeah, yeah. was Sportsnet doing a replay of the Bruins Flyers game on Wednesday afternoon. Oh. So it was Tuesday night yeah, they had the yeah, game. Yeah. I watched some of the game that night, yeah. and then Wednesday afternoon was watching some of it as I was doing stuff around the house. And then whatever happened Wednesday night, I didn't want, but that was, I had that, I had that game on the Bruins one, two, nothing. Um, and you know, as of right now, the flyers, according to simulations, even though we slept on, them, we did not have them even making the playoffs in either one of our pools, even though they were going on late surges, they are by a lot of simulations, like the favorites to win the Stanley cup right now, but the Bruins who are all, they got their hundredth point out of it. And also, Shut out the Flyers, who are the favorites to win the Stanley Cup, according to simulations. So, on, on that note, I do think you should probably just give them the trophy and just call it a wash. I don't, I don't, don't even give them a cup. Give, <laughs> give, the, give a, a bronze bust of yeah. either Bill Daly or Gary Bettman, which to me is the, the, <laughs> which the, is worse. The image of that would be very funny to me. I did I think see was, a game. I, think it, I did uh, see a game in uh, Cornerbrook, though. I went oh yeah, to, uh, I saw. Yeah, I was talking rink, to you when you were went, at your at the rink. The, went to the rink in uh, Cornerbrook and watched a rec league game. A uh, buddy of mine plays over there. He's a stay-at-home defenseman. I now understand why he uh, used to get so upset with me for ragging on Roman Polak and Ron Hainsey. <laughs> I now fully, uh, fully understand on that. But uh, Darren Colburn came out and watched uh, the game with me after. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I got a got a tour of the rink with him and a nice history of the Royals and and uh, oh, the like of, the Pepsi Center in Cornwall? yeah yeah great. gorgeous gorgeous rink great I, rink yeah. I played I played my second like my my, own, my of the two all Newfoundland tournaments I played there like my Easter tournament when I was in Pee Wee my second one was at the Pepsi Center oh yeah and then uh, so yeah like lots of fond memories of you know you know circa like. Circa the Spice Girls blowing up, you know. Like. So, so I sat down and there was a, there was not a soul in the yeah. arena. Like I was, you know, not a soul in there. And this is before everything. Everything was hovering around eight. Now it's up to around ten. So everything was kind of. Uh, my buddy figured, yeah, this is probably going to be our last game, uh, you know, of the season due to everything shutting down. So uh, I said, well, I'm going to, you know, this is the last hockey game I'm going to watch in a while. I might look like a friggin' nut, but I'm going to walk to the place I like to sit in a rink, which is down on the far side instead of, you know, instead of just sitting down in an empty seat right when you're in the door. And I, I sit down on the far side in the scrum corner where I, uh, where I yeah, like yeah. to sit. And I brought a beer, but I didn't open it because I didn't know if the Zamboni driver would yell at me. Uh, was it a can or a bottle? It was a can. Ah, he it probably would have been fine. He wouldn't have cared. And uh, Darren came down, and, and as Darren came down, my buddy sends me a text from the dressing room. Yeah. He says, Hey, uh, Darren Colburn's son's on the team against us. He's really good. Yeah. And uh, I said, don't tell me what number he is. And Darren says, yeah, my son Matthew's playing that. I said, don't tell me what number he is. I said, I'm told he's really good. I want to see if I can guess. Yeah. And uh, literally off the face off, I see this, you know, taller guy's first three strides. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, number 20 is your son. <laughs> and he's like, how would you tell? I was like, just because... The first yeah. three strides separate, you know, when yeah. I'm watching a person. I was like, yeah, number 20 is definitely your son. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, he's a hell of a hockey player. The same thing with our game. If you, uh, I think it was a, a one nothing game if you removed, if you removed Darren from that team and they won five. Darren's kid, you mean? Yeah, Darren's yeah. kid, sorry. They, they, uh, yeah, would have been a two, 
two or three nothing game, but he scored five. On <laughs> it, so, yeah, it's uh, just you know, it's it's funny how one person can do it sometimes. Oh jeez, but uh, yeah, it's just it's weird. There's no hockey. We but again, we still have our heart and stroke stuff going, which we're excited about. Absolutely. So we're hoping we're hoping that uh, I uh, shook the goose egg over the weekend. I saw that. Yeah, you also, yeah. um, you've also got some uh, Friday night stuff to yeah, go in there, so yeah, that'll go up. But yeah, uh, absolutely, and we just posted on our social media. We just posted um, Chuck's. Uh, we're, I'm trying to do a thing where I just trying to introduce everybody to the team, and I'm doing it on a one by one basis. One because I don't have cards for everybody yet, and two, there's still a couple spots open on the team. So through those two <laughs> different things, I'm uh, just posting kind of one by ones at at this point. So we're starting with Chuck tomorrow. I spoiler alert. It's going to be me. And then, but then once those two oh, are you finally up, got a picture of you playing out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, and go. I'm like lined up for a face off. So I'm not actually nice. doing anything, but it's still all right. Uh, um, what, what, uh, I guess we're going to use all of the, uh, have we decided on Jersey shells yet? Um, well, we know what we pretty much know what they're going to be. Oh, so Dwan's going to get the juice. Well, Dwan is currently in the lead. Our friend Dwan, uh, Dwan Street has been fundraising. It better not be those Penguins thirds. It's going to be the Penguins thirds. They're hideous. They're not. They're fine. They're Every, the worst. And, like they're the and, worst. Everybody is on board with the gold and black now. Oh, we, we, are played, they really? we played the game the yeah, other day. I guess so. I guess they would be. Those, um, but those new, like those Penguins third jerseys, man. That's like no, you know what? I and of I, a I've team been, that's got I've been, such great jerseys. I've been history. saying for a long time. I've been saying for a long time, those Penguins thirds are fine if you wear a black helmet. Yeah, and oh, they are. Yeah, it's they, the yellow helmet is what no, makes everybody that, hate those that, so much. That, I don't know. Ours are so going to look nice. Either yeah. way, it looks like that's what we're going to do. She keeps saying she's going with the black ones, but I feel like she's going with. she says that just so that we're all like, the, oh, whatever. And then she heel turns and does the yellow. In my but, opinion. But we're all kind of on board with it by now. The best shells in hockey right now are the Penguins whites. That's the that's the best one. That's yeah, no, we're going with. I think we're going with the yellows, and uh, I'm and I'm on board with it. Um, uh, they're hideous. No, they're they're fine. Get the get the old Robo Pen show. But so what? But what we talked about with everybody was that we said um, we said that whoever was in the lead in 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 fundraising at the time that it was time to like pick the jerseys, that's who we would let pick. Basically, is the way it all went down. Um, that's who we said we'd let pick, and so Dwan is currently. Um, in the lead by like three times as much as the next person. Yeah. Um, she's got like, you know, she's got like over $3,000 and Curtis, I think has a little over a thousand and, um, it's so she's going to get to pick and she's going to pick Penn's colors and we're pretty sure she's going to pick the, um, oh, they've changed the thing. Um, hang on one second. Uh oh! Oh, it's just it's just a saying like in this difficult changing time we must act to take care of each other as such. We made the decision. Oh no! Some events and programs. Uh, get details about individual programs here. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to learn this way live uh, on the air. No, that one's that one's fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I think it's just that like I looked at it differently because like normally it just comes as a pop up and I dismiss it, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really scary. And <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> but um, I was just trying to like see the thing about our team and see how our team was doing, and that was a really scary thing that the Heart and Stroke Foundation did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's some events are, are getting changed and stuff, but um, ours is not as of right now, and it may, and it might change over time. Uh, you don't know what's gonna happen, but as of right now, it's still going ahead. All right. Um, and just, I'm just trying to haul up our team thing and I like lost it. I had it and then it was gone again. Um, but yeah, so Dwan's in the lead with a whole bunch of fundraising. 
Um, Curtis is behind her, but I don't think any of us are going to catch pass, them. Pa- catch Dwan. Dwan currently has thirty three hundred dollars. Curtis is in second place with a thousand. I'm in third with five seventy eight. So I don't yeah. think I'm going to catch her. No. All right. So I and I don't think Curtis to... is either because a lot of Curtis's fundraising was coming from running a skate. He he started running a Thursday night okay. and he was looking forward to that. But luckily he hit his goal um, and he's going to get his base layer and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, it's pretty good, but yeah, we're going to get yellow shells. It's going to be a thing that happens. That's going to be a thing. Yeah. It's pretty much locked in. We're all pretty. And then we all wore them the other night and we're just kind of like, we're kind of okay with the yellow shells. I'm already, I'm already behind on the team building events. Yeah. And now we're social distancing. I can't get, I can't catch up on the team building events. We'll, we'll try to do something. We'll try to do something soon. We'll do, uh, we got the chat thread going now. We got a group chat going, so that'll help. Yep. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is a relatively short one for us. I but was going to say, I think this is, you know, we're at the 40-minute mark here now. We've had some laughs. We're all, <laughs> we're all, and this is kind you of, know. we've got another episode coming soon, hopefully. This, yeah. is, this is mostly just to kind of catch up and just kind of say, hey. Uh, but also, like I said, where we are planning Heart and Stroke stuff, um, and that's yeah, you'll hear You'll hear from us. And we also have um, a bunch of guests uh, kind of... That that we're in the process of lining up. A lot of the alumni are going to hop on the show and chat nice. with us. Um, and we're just kind of waiting to hear back on that. But obviously with everything going on, everything's kind of weird. But uh, hopefully that'll all work out very soon. And we'll have all that locked down and have some episodes with some of the great alumni that are coming to town for the Hard Stroke Foundation's Hockey Heroes weekend very soon. Right on. Is that uh, <laughs> is that the play us out? Are we I, done? I, I, I think that might I be it. So it. until I'm next gonna, time. I'm, I'm actually going to... So tomorrow I'm going to line up the... Uh, the four or five games I've missed yeah. on my watch list, and I'm going to start watching them as if they're anew. All right. That's what I'm going to do. So I'll, I'll be coming back the next time we record and talking about hockey that happened in, like, <laughs> fucking 12 weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, head over to 3MIPodcast.com. You can find the link to our Heart and Stroke Foundation team there um, and to sponsor if you want to, if you want to uh, sponsor or donate or do anything like that. Or uh, We're still looking for a couple of spots. I think we have one or two to fill. Um, but we're still looking for all that stuff. If, you wanna, if you're interested in coming out on our Friday night skate, if you're in town, when that starts up again in a couple of weeks, let us know. We'll try to get you out for that. In the meantime, keep an eye out for everything. I'm at Hickey Combo Mike Places. I am at Smokes and Doors. And we are 3MI Podcast pretty much everywhere. So you can find us then. We'll be back at you very soon to shout at you about some hockey. Maybe hockey. Talk to you soon. (laughs)